Hi, everybody. I'm Ray Williams. Welcome to the College of Sports Media 10th Anniversary Podcast. February the 4th, 2008. That's when the College of Sports Media, also known as CSM, embarked on a bold mission to train the next generation of radio and television sports broadcasters in Canada. We started with just 14 students and eight instructors. And from that humble beginning, CSM has evolved into one of Canada's top schools, known for producing and honing the talents of many well-rounded individuals in front of the cameras and microphones and also behind the scenes. 10 years later, it's a good time to reflect on the journey. In a series of podcasts, you'll hear from instructors and former students who will reflect on their memories at CSM and how it helped them to reach their potential. We hope you enjoy them, and if you do, please let us know on Twitter at C Sports Media. Welcome inside the College of Sports Media studios. It's good to be back. I'm Sean McKenzie, graduated in 2012. I'll allow the other guys here to introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Adam Scully. I also graduated in 2012 with Sean McKenzie. Uh, I'm the odd man out, Nick Andrade, graduated in 2015. Wow. Yeah. There we go. The boring stuff's out of the way, I guess. <laughs> Since I am the host, <laughs> decide what happens. I will guide this ship, yes. and I guess I'll throw the first question at Adam. I guess what uh, what brought you to CSM, and how did you end up here, and why? Well, it's funny. Uh, I think it was through a guy who you actually work with now, Sean. Um, it was through a family friend who knew Alex Kuhn. Yep. Um, and uh, I was still in high school. I was still going before my grade twelve year. I came straight from high school to here, oh. and uh, that's why I'm four years old. And you're a uh, child. I've got gray hairs now. This is scary. Uh, but uh, through him, um, or I, I spoke with him and with his dad, and he told me about the school, and I was like, holy crap, this place sounds amazing. And uh, I was accepted uh, in November of my grade 12 year. And as they say, the rest is history. That's really cool. I mean, uh, I, I came out of university, and I didn't really know what I was doing. So just to come out of high school, what was that like for you? Um... I mean, there were a couple. I think there was myself and two other guys in the same situation as I was. A lot, of, a lot of people did the four years at school, or you know, between two and four years right. at, at post or post secondary, and then came here. Um, it was an adjustment at first, being in class with guys who are a little older than me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, we all had the same goal, the same mm-hmm. dream, and I, I still remember the first day when Dave said, Dave Lana said, "This is this isn't school; it's career preparation," and so that sort of always stuck with me. That's pretty spot on. I remember coming from a different school. I came from, won't name names, Fanshawe. <laughs> we'll, we'll, bleep, we'll bleep that out, right? Um, yeah. That yeah. It, it, the difference between Fanshawe and College of Sports Media was night and day. One was basically a school that didn't seem to want to prepare anyone for the real world, and they just seemed to want to you know, feed the beast that was their own radio show, and there wasn't much evaluation, and there wasn't anything more than, well, you get a 60% or you get a 70% mm-hmm. or you get a 75% to come here than all of a sudden you're in a school that's hyper-focused and so dialed in and you have people like Jim Van Horn and, and guys like that that are watching your work and giving you really honest feedback of what they actually think. And sometimes it's feedback you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good feedback. Sometimes it's, well, you have a long, long way to go. But I think that's the type of school this is compared to other places where, you know, you, you file a, you know, a story or a report or you hand something in and you get evaluated like a traditional school where this place is anything but and dave mm-hmm. said it well it's it's career preparation it's not a school where you know you're going to get a report card and you're going to you know 
be dialed into your specific marks or exactly what, you know, no, it's, it's about preparing you for the business and you see how many people came out of CSM and are working in this business. Mm -hmm. It's obviously a, a pretty good recipe. It's, and I, I always say that, um, everything we learned here, you, you go into a, you know, a TSN or a sports net, it's the same thing, Yeah, but it's just bigger there, which is, which is really, there's, great. there's a lot of tough love here, which I really enjoyed because it helped me it kind of pushed me mm -hmm. to be the best that I can. Mm -hmm. And I really, I don't know, just, it made me work harder than I would in any other situation. It was the honest, it, honest feedback. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it's what you need. I, I, I remember, you know, some kids in, you know, the, the year ahead of me or the year below me or my year where, you know, they'd have a meeting with Dave or Jim and they'd come in and say, well, that, that guy's a dick or mm -hmm. yeah. why is he so rude or why is he so mean? And it's like, you know, you think your boss at your next job is going to be super nice. Mm -hmm. You think he's going to bring you in and you know, it'll be a love and no, like, they treat you here like, you know, you're an employee. You're an adult. Yeah. Which is why this place turns out so many talented people because anyone I know that I end up working with who's from CSM or anyone that went to CSM, it's they come right into the working world already two years into it because what you do here is uh, is basically the exact same as a job except you don't get paid, which sucks. <laughs> they should work on that. Yeah, uh, Definitely. I think that's uh, for the 20-year anniversary, maybe uh, get that going. We know that won't happen. No. Dave. No chance. Uh, I mean, for me, uh, coming in, I knew that this is what I wanted to do because I was 24 at the time. Okay. So I... Did you, did you study something else in university? Yeah. Or? I, I went to university for five years. I wanted to be a teacher. Oh. And then halfway through, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. But I still graduated anyway. Right, right. And then there was like a lull year where I worked at Walmart. And then a friend of mine who was also working at Walmart just got into the school. Nice. And we both love sports. So he's like, why don't you apply? Cool. And I applied, got in, and then the moment I got here, I knew that this is where I wanted to be. This is what I wanted to do. So yeah. it was just, yeah, it just came so easy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Because um, that's why I asked you about yeah, no. the high school thing, because I came in mm -hmm. a lot more, I didn't know, you know, yeah. what it would be like being 24, but you obviously had to know that this is what you wanted to do at the time because you're coming straight out of high school. It, and it was cool just to see, you know, people that had been in business for, you know, five, six years and were coming here as 30 year olds or yeah. people, you know, we had, we had one guy who was in his mid thirties and had three kids and came here and wow. is now a very successful camera guy at Sportsnet. Mm -hmm. Um, and just the different walks of life people take. That's, here. that's the cool thing with this place is like, school I went to previously, you had to take electives. Like I was taking a geography and a history yeah, class. Like, like, I, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like, I knew at a young age that I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. I didn't give a shit about taking mm -hmm. a history class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because the previous school was a traditional college that has right. to follow right. the, the exact guidelines of what, you know, Canadian university and colleges have to do where you had to take all these classes that, you know, pardon my French, don't really right. mean shit. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't, mm -hmm. doesn't matter where you come here and it's much more free where they have tailored a specific program and a specific mm -hmm. school to get exactly what you need. And there's no wasted time, which for me was the best thing is cause like you guys talked about it, you, you come here and it's not a school where you go, uh, you know, maybe I'll try out broadcasting yeah. or maybe I'll admit a general degree and see if I can, no, this is a specific school that you come here knowing what you want and, and they give it to you. Well, and the beauty of it is as well is that you learn everything here, whether yep. you want to be a camera guy, you want to go in ed editing, you want to be a writer, you want to be on radio, on TV, like you come out of the school oh, knowing yeah. how to do everything. Well, yeah. And like I, I was saying to someone earlier that it's not unusual for me to be doing, you know, a live or a tape tit for, for Sportsnet mm -hmm. 
and the person behind the camera to be a CSM grad, the anchor that I'm throwing to for them to be a CSM grad, the person who is cutting it could be a CSM grad. Like we're talking about a very small business that's hard to get into and it is filled with CSM people Mm -hmm. that have graduated in the last one, two, three, four, five years. I can't name many other schools or even other industries where one specific school is turning out this many people into a business that is considered, you know, really tough to crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a pretty special place, and uh, to anyone, you know, considering coming here, you know, come here, try it out, come here for a uh, you know an interview or or the tour, yeah. and it'll, ch- it'll change your life. And that's the thing; it's not just people that are coming here and then graduating, and you know, in the fringe of the business. It's people that it. it's people that are on yeah. you know full time contracts that are working for major companies mm-hmm. that are making real money. It's not people that are you know interning still or part-time and you know there are people in those of course that's how those people got into it but you know we're talking about people that have graduated in the last handful of years that are you know a real staple in canadian you know tv radio Mm -hmm. print you know and that's a pretty impressive thing yeah i think that's all because of how we were just we were able to i don't know it's it's all practical here right absolutely it's not we're not we're not talking about intro to radio where we learn about the history from 1950 and on. Yeah. We mm-hmm. come in and everything, we just, we go straight into it. So mm-hmm. when we got into the industry, we, we were prepared right away. Exactly. Oh yeah. I, and there's no, you know, they're not soft in here. I remember one of the first TV classes we had, we were all, you know, lined up and ready to do our on cameras and, you know, it wasn't going very well. And a couple of kids and myself included were kind of fumbling through and clearly weren't prepared. And, Jim pulled the tape out of the camera and just threw it, just walked out. <laughs> enough's enough. Like, a, a, yeah. you guys suck. And like, yeah, that's, you know, kids were scared and they're like, oh, why is he doing that? And, you know, well, like if you're live on national TV or, you know, you're on radio and you screw yeah. up, like, you know, is somebody going to be, oh, that's all right. That's cool. Like, no, like no. that's, that's the way you're going to get treated. And, you know, that's yeah. kind of a wake up call for people. And then I remember for me, the real highlight and not so much personally, but kind of what stood out to this about this school to me was when in second year they had individual meetings with each student and some kids would come out and say well you know they just told me that I don't think you know you should proceed with tv and you know it sounds harsh and it sounds rude but it's the truth it's the truth and you know you are going to be told here what you're good at and what they see from you where a lot of schools will just be more than happy to say, okay, yeah, you know, we'll graduate. You'll send you out there and you're great and go get a job. And no, this place is pretty honest with you. And that's why so many talented people are working from this school. Cause right from the get go, you're basically tailored and groomed and to, to, to find your, your role and what you're good at. And the other thing that I've, I've really, you know, when people ask me about this school or, and what I've learned a lot from the school is um, meeting deadlines. Yeah. Um, like what we do when, in second year, you do those four shows, uh, you know, in the morning or at night. And, and if, if you're not ready to go to air, like the show isn't happening and you're right. gonna, and you're getting yelled at, but if, if you're on national TV, it's a real life scenario. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if, if, if something isn't rendering on time or, you know, something came in late, you just put it together as fast as possible. And if it doesn't happen, you're going to black. Yeah. And, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's the beauty of this place. Well, Ray's giving us the sign for 10 minutes. Ooh. What do we want to talk about? Um, I have questions for you guys just yep. because yeah. uh, I, I didn't really, I wasn't in school when you guys were, but Sean, I know you're a reporter. Did you no. always want to be a reporter? Cause I saw there was a, like a Gene Dean, uh, he showed me a video of you reporting 
that was it was a project that yep. wasn't spe- specifically for reporting, but you did it because that's what you're passionate about. Was that what you always wanted to do? Um, yes and no. That's a funny thing is the weirdest thing about you know TV and radio in this business is that you don't really know a lot about it because it's so specific mm-hmm. and it's so just even for someone who grew up in it, it's still strange, right? Like if you know if you tell someone I'm a I'm, I'm a sports reporter. Yeah, they go. Well, what the hell is that? Like, it's not like telling <laughs> right, yeah, someone yeah. you're an accountant or you're, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're, you're, I don't know, any job, right? Like, you know, I'm a teacher. Oh, I know exactly what you do. You know, like, where it's kind of a mystery. So even for myself, I knew that I wanted to be in TV yeah. and I knew I wanted to cover hockey, but I didn't really know what avenue mm-hmm. and how to get there. Yeah. And it's almost, you know, you get placed in a lot of ways. Like when I first started, I wanted to be an anchor. I, you know, that's, and that who doesn't, right? Which, like, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. comes here probably. Well, yeah, I want to, I want to be an anchor and I want to sit on a desk and, you know, and quickly you realize that I don't know if I like that as much where, mm-hmm. cause here you get so much stuff. And then when I first started at Sportsnet, I did some anchoring and then they sent me to lease practice and started covering that. And they sent me to Winnipeg to be the reporter there. And yeah. you realize that, you know, I love the travel. I love being in the rink. I love going to cities and watching games where for me, now I look at anchoring and is, you know, I, there's no knock on it cause it's an amazing job. And, mm-hmm. but for me, it's a little too grounded. It's a little bit too, you know, you're in the office from this time to this time and you go yeah. home and you know, it, where, you know, the travel and the, it's also very repetitive. Yeah. And oh, it, yeah. it's, and, and it's, you know, and maybe one day when, you know, the travel wears out or mm-hmm. you have a family or you have kids and, right. you know, but so no, I didn't always want to be reporting, but you kind of get told okay well you're going to be the reporter and you end up doing it and loving it and I'm sure some people might still say well no I still want to be an anchor or I want to be a host like ideally one day you you know would I want to sit on a desk like a James Duffy or something like that yeah but it's I don't know reporting is you know rinkside hosting is what I really love doing and I'm doing more and more of that so it's almost like in a lot of ways that is anchoring that is hosting it's kind of all of it wrapped into one Mm -hmm. but uh yeah you kind of go where you're told and what you're, yeah. you're, you're good yeah. at. And it kind of, from you, there. Yeah. Your role kind of finds you. Well, nice. if they tell you to go to the Stanley Cup finals. Okay. You know, you push back a little yeah. bit, but I they're, yeah. they're going to send you, they're going to send you. <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Adam, yes. What's your story? My story. Whoa. Uh, For where you are now, at least. And how do you got there and what do you love to do? Well, uh, when I was younger, I, I played hockey fairly competitively. I was a goalie, so that's why I'm really weird. Um, <laughs> There's and, more reasons. Than uh, that. Yeah, he's I not sensed wrong. it. I yeah. wasn't sure. No. <laughs> yeah, we've had plenty of times um, <laughs> in this room. Actually, it's been a while, Sean. Um, we've had a lot of good roundtables in this room, um, and uh, so I always had the. You know, it was actually funny how I got into this business. As this is as corny as it sounds, uh, when I was really young, um, I was watching the score. And yeah. there's some guy reporting it his hair slicked back and Dave Lannis? Said, I'm David Lannis, <laughs> the score. And I said, I kind of uh. want to be that guy. And I swear to God, when I saw him, I, I recognized the name when I signed up uh, when, to come for the tour. And I was like, holy crap, that's Dave Lannis. That's the guy I want now to be. Now all these years later, like, I don't want to yeah. be that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I was once upon a time drafted in the Ontario Hockey League. Um, concussions sort of ended my career, which is it's fine now. Yeah. And then the school came up and um, in my second year of school, I got into uh, producing a junior hockey radio show 
which yeah. is what I still do actually. Um, it's my seventh year doing it, which makes it feel really old. Wow. Uh, but golf has always been a big passion of mine. And uh, about 14 or 15 months ago, I started producing uh, Golf Talk Canada on television okay. and radio, um, which is uh, which is a blast. And I've got to do some traveling and, and uh, gotten some golf clubs out of it and mm-hmm. learned a lot about the industry. So it's been, it's been really cool. Nice. Yeah. And you? Um, uh, after school, mm-hmm. uh, after coming here, I interned at TSN as a story editor and I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, again, like when you come into CSM, mm-hmm. you, you want to be an anchor. Probably 99% of the people here want to be a host of some sort. Um, that was my idea going in, but I wasn't sure after I graduated, I, I still didn't know what exactly I wanted to do. Um, but, uh, an internship came up at Sportsnet to do, uh, promo producing, which is the nice. commercials and everything that they promote, uh, for all the sporting events. And when I got in there, I loved it. And that's just what I wanted to do. And, you know, you get to go and, and, and direct a shoot with the Raptors or the Blue Jays and you get to go in to the dugout and, and, and you get to talk to the guys and yeah, that's awesome. But I just, I love to create. And after that, I finally realized what I wanted to do was produce and direct well, and create content. Nice. That's kind of the thing that we were talking about is where you come in here with an idea of what you want to do and then you do it and you yeah. do other things and you start realizing that, okay, I actually love doing that more. And that's what the yeah. school is pretty good at is right. like, you know, you might come in and, you know, I know a lot of people that I uh, went to school with here came in and like many wanted to be an anchor, wanted to be on camera. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, they started, you know, cutting up videos and editing and all of a sudden they became mm-hmm. you know, really, really talented. And yeah. that was where their passion was, where, you know, it's, it's easy to come in with the thought of, I want to do this, but then this school gives you so many different avenues where right. you start realizing that, well, I'm really, really good at this, or I have a passion for this. And I know it's funny that you say you didn't like story editing. Cause I find so many, it's such a funny business where almost everyone acts like you have to love every single aspect mm-hmm. of the job yeah. and, and you have to love yep. sports and you have yep. to do nothing but talk about hockey and you have to know every single fact. And watch it's, it at all times. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not, it's not, uh, you know, for young kids coming in, it's, you know, yeah, you have to be knowledgeable. You have to be passionate, but you don't have to love everything. It's still a job. And yes. I, I know we laugh. Sometimes we say the, the only person you can complain about this business to is other people in this business. Literally, Cause you know, yeah. imagine telling, you know, your buddies or, you know, a student in school saying, Oh, I got to go to the Leafs game tonight. And I just really don't want to. People look at you like yeah. you're crazy, yeah. but you know, it's still a job and it's still stress and still the pressures that come with it. So I don't think, you know, you want to be gung ho. You want to be passionate about it, but you also have to understand that if it's tough and it's sometimes tiring and it's wearing, it's not because you don't love it or you're not good at it. It's yeah. still a job. It's a job, yeah. And a lot of people, I guess, outside this industry, I guess, almost don't realize to an extent that the majority of sports happen at night. <laughs> oh, so I know. Of, yeah, you're, yeah, you're working at night. You're working until two o'clock in the morning. You're yeah. like all those the shows that loop on on TSN and Sportsnet. They're they're taping at one o'clock in the morning, so people are leaving at two thirty or three. Uh, and, and you're working holidays yep, and all the time. Yeah. Well, there's like, I, I remember even when I was, when I was here, I did, um, I was here Monday to Friday at, at CSM. And then I would do, uh, this is, it was still the, it was then the Mississauga or no, it was still the St. Mike's majors. You and Roger LeJoie. Me and Roger LeJoie. Hey. I would do the color commentary. And so I would leave straight from here, go to Mississauga mm-hmm. and then Sunday afternoon. So, you know, I was a 22 year old guy that you know, like to have fun and like to go out, but mm-hmm. you quickly realize that it's tough like, to do. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you know, you can have your fun mm-hmm. then and you can not work. And then when you're, you know, 25, 30 and you know, you don't have a job, how mm-hmm. much fun is that? Like, yeah. you know, it's, 
sacrifices have to be made. And I had a lot of buddies that were saying, we're going on this trip or we're going away for the weekend. You just have to say no. Sorry. And, you know, there's a lot of kids yeah. that I went to school with and that I know that weren't willing to do that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it might be fine. Then you might get a job, but quickly you won't go to that next level because you're not willing to kind of give it what it needs. And that's basically your life, which yeah. is as bad as it sounds or as scary as it sounds it is, you know, holidays, nights, weekends, you know, there's, you know, I did, you know, cover the Stanley Cup playoffs and I did every single series. So I think it was three months I was home for four nights oh, where, you know, it's, it's a lot. And if you're not ready to do that, then, you know, you got to kind of reassess what yeah. you're here for, but it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. That's what I try to tell people is you have to put in the work here. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, even like now, sometimes I'm working 80 hour weeks. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, yeah. it's just people say, oh, how do you do it? And it's just, I have to do it. Well, yeah, there's no other choice. There's it's, no other choice. Yeah, it's not. And, you know, it's not to scare people. Or, no, because, I love what I do. Yeah, yeah. It's, I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't have it. I'd rather be working than, you know, sitting on my couch more than more often yeah. than not because I enjoy it that much. But yeah. it's a mindset that you have to have that it's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be fun. But, you know, if you're not willing to do it, then, mm-hmm. you know, get an office nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. That's uh, if that's what you're looking for, this isn't it. Right. Are we getting the wrap-up sign here? I can't tell. Oh, oh no, he's doing it. Ray, I'm just going to keep talking because I'm no longer a student here, so I do what I want, when I want, where I want. Nobody tells me music, what to do. Uh, yeah. oh. We'll take our first commercial break. We'll be back more. Traffic and weather on the ones here. 24-hour radio oh, brought to those, you by Sean McKenzie. Those 6 a.m. shows were the best, weren't they? No, well, but we had to see, had to see Ray at 4 a.m. in the yeah. morning. That was epic. And he was always full of energy, and I just... I couldn't handle it. I remember sleeping on those couches a couple of times. That was needed. Well, I believe that wraps it up. I'm going to have to go <laughs> talk to Ray. and Maybe one day, Ray, you'll get down to a 31 waist and you'll fit back in your leather pants. <laughs> I think that wraps up the show. <laughs> See ya.